I don't know what's worse. Hey, you're listening to the Authentic Alicia Pod. I'm your host. You can call me A for short. This episode is inspired by two trending topics for this long weekend. I'm hitting you with a double disc. Usually we do one topic per episode, but since, you know, it's Thanksgiving, I felt like giving a little more. So I hope you enjoy. At the time of recording it, it's Saturday afternoon. Usually I record these on Monday night, but... I figured I'd do it early. It'll still be up by Tuesday. So if you're Canadian, I hope you've had and enjoyed an amazing, restful, gratitude-filled Thanksgiving. And let's get into these ratchet topics. The first on the chopping block is sexy red sex tape. Words I never thought I would say. Listen, until a couple months ago, I didn't even know who sexy red was, but she is the viral sensation that came up with the creation of her booty hole being brown. I don't know if you've heard Pound Town. I've never heard that song in its entirety but I've heard people going off with the lyrics. And you know what? As much as the music is not for me, I can't knock the game because in this world of microwave music, get it how you live it. If you have to go viral about coloring your booty, we can go for it. Apparently she has lip gloss coming out called, I don't know, STDs and stuff. Guys, I don't belong on this planet. But staying on track with this topic, this ultra viral rapper is now viral again for accidentally leaking her sex tape to her Instagram story. Yeah, you heard that right. But word on the street is that it wasn't actually her that leaked it because she's extremely embarrassed that it was out there for a whole minute. It was the man she was messing with. That is the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up with you guys today. Let's hope you've never been through a scenario of that case, but we've all been in a situation where we're at a certain stage in our lives And we have to be careful about who we choose to align with in order to get to the next level. The saying is as old as time for good reason. Don't mess with someone who has nothing to lose. Whether it's this celebrity situation or whatever's going on in your life, it really shows you where you're at in your life if you choose to align with people who do do not elevate you or do not align with you. Listen, this is a very drastic example of what happens when you choose to align with people that don't elevate you or at least match your energy obviously the man she's messing with is excited that he's with a celebrity or wants to do something that he thinks is fun or funny i don't think it's either and was willing to cause her grief and embarrassment by posting this to her story Now, she had chosen better, and this is not me victim blaming, this is just to explain the situation. If she had chosen better, a man that has stature and standards, respect, then he wouldn't think that this is something that's appropriate to do. I wanted to bring this topic to you again. I hope that you've never been through something like this, and I hope you can also relate and refer to something in your life where maybe you confided in a friend and shared a secret or went to a family member about a scenario and you realize they're not quite where I'm at so they don't understand where I'm coming from or maybe they betrayed you in a way and that's your indication to say, I don't wanna do this anymore with people at this level. A lot of times when we talk about different levels, different devils, we don't talk about making sure we leave people that no longer serve us where they're at. It is to our detriment when we try to get to the next stage, bringing people from the past that can't take us to where we need to go. I know that sounds very selfish. It might even sound like self-preservation, and in a way it is a little bit of both. But the most selfish thing you can do is try to elevate someone else who's not ready to. 
I've spoken about this in the past before about not trying to change other people. Everyone's going through their cycles of life simultaneously trying to figure themselves out. Sometimes the greatest gift you can give someone is letting them be where they are while you grow. And sometimes in that it shows them it's time for them to shift and change. They may grow in the same direction as you at a different time and trajectory, or they may not grow at all. And that is their path and their purpose at this point. But when you bring people into your life who aren't right or not at the right time, things like this happen because you're not aligned. I cannot tell you how many friends have told me, maybe not about sex tape situations, but having old friends or trying to keep up with exes when they're at a different stage and the animosity that comes with that, whether it's jealousy, whether it's not knowing how to move in a room, whether it's not knowing how to act or not having anything to lose so that they do things that anyone else at that stage wouldn't do. The truth is, as you get older, mature, or as you become more of yourself, there's certain things that you accept of yourself and you no longer accept of others around you. And sometimes people don't understand that because they haven't gone through that. And some people choose not to understand that because they don't want to go through that. And I feel like that is the case in this situation. If you've ever been in a scenario where you're with someone, getting to know someone, or have been friends with someone or a family member, and you feel like you just aren't aligned anymore, I'm not saying cut them off, but I'm saying shift how you see them and choose how you connect as well. I don't think everyone needs to be left behind. I do believe everyone grows at a different stage. Authenticity is not a race, it's a journey. And some people gotta loop back and walk slower and some leap forward. We all have to be conscientious of our own pace and the people around us that are walking along the same way. And be okay with those who maybe seem to fall behind or fall forward and encourage them if we're that person who's not where we wanna be and not have this kind of animosity. On the flip side, it's just crazy to me that she doesn't have media training or an A&R team that's like, don't mess with these dusties anymore. Cause this is dusty behavior. There is no way you could tell me a man of a certain stature would think it's okay to do this. There's just, you can't make it make sense. It's just the math is not math. But enough about that. Let's segue to the second half of this pod. We're gonna talk about Drake's recent drop. I had been anticipating for the dogs for quite some time, being a Toronto girl who's also a Scorpio. I was let down. So right now, it's nothing was the same, take care, and views. Those are my top three. Let me know what yours are. This album comes nowhere close, which is so sad because I'd had high, high hopes. For the Dogs was giving me For the Pups energy. Initially, when I listened to it in its entirety yesterday morning, I was so eager to get all the punchlines, the really good raps that he comes with, the things that just make you feel like, ooh, Drake did that, and I just didn't get that. There's only one track I really liked, and it turns out it's because it had another goat on it, J. Cole. J. Cole did that, okay? J. Cole's flow, whoa. That needs its own podcast episode, but let me stay on track. The reason why I didn't really vibe with the album is simply it made me feel old. I was listening to it and I thought either I've grown a lot or I really stayed inside this summer because something's missing. I don't know if I need to be outside in these streets doing all the things to understand what Drake was talking about. I just, I understood, but I didn't comprehend. It's like I didn't really... I feel like I was missing something. And then I realized after talking to a good friend, 
it's just not for our age group anymore. For a younger audience, maybe the little yachties of the world, I'm just not, I'm just not there. And they do say that rap sounds the best when you're in high school and university, so maybe it's that, and those days are quite some time ago for me. But even still, I could think of some other rap legends who've evolved effortlessly. And for what it's worth, Drake is still one of the top three to me. I'd love to hear your top three too. But in this case, I felt like he missed the ball a little bit trying to chase youth. And that is the thing I wanted to tie in together. When you don't realize the lane you're in, it's so easy to go outside of the line and fall into the gutter. Not to say that his music is gutter music, not to say that it's trash, it just wasn't for me. What I mean to say is Drake's at a certain stage where I personally as a fan expect a different narrative. I'm not saying it's time for his 444, as everyone always says, Jay-Z's 444 is his mature adult album maybe not quite that but this was a little bit too juvenile for me i felt like some of the clapbacks and the not so subtle shade was unwarranted and overplayed when it comes to art is it an imitation of life or is life imitating it is it because a lot of people just want this surface level music that just has what we're used to from drake what we've expected since the view days or do we want him to elevate and do we aspire for more? Do we want a narrative of what it's like to be at this level of infamy in a way that maybe we can't relate to with our day-to-day -day lives? I don't know. Maybe we're just perpetually unimpressed with people who get to a certain level that we can't quite relate with. So he's trying to create music that we might be able to relate with. But me inside my house, I don't relate to BBL love. Like I just, I just don't. <laughs> And that is okay, music is not for everyone. Not every album is gonna hit the way the past ones hit or maybe the future ones will hit, but it's just still some food for thought when you consider going through what, 23 songs and only liking one, maybe two? Nothing was the same. There's not a single track on that album that I did not love and play out back in what, 2016? Or was it 2014? I don't know, it feels like it was just yesterday. This album though, I think I got my one play I know what he said, I came, I listened, and now I left. I think from my perspective where I'm at in life and as it relates to authenticity, it would have been more fulfilling if he had spoken from where he's at at this stage instead of messing around with 21 and 25 year olds. I mean, if that's his lifestyle, that's his authenticity, but I just feel like there's so much more to be said when you reach this level in the game and I just, I don't know, maybe I expected more than I should have. And we do have an expectation podcast, so maybe I need to go back and listen to that. I say this album was all right at best. I'd honestly say maybe honestly never mind was a little bit better, which is whoa, because when that album came out, I said, this guy made this for the people who can go to Ibiza in a pandemic. This, this, this body of work though, for me, was a no. Maybe I need to listen to it again. Maybe I need to pull a couple tracks and just focus on them. But as it stands, after one good listen and a couple replays, I am okay. So I would love to hear what you have to say about either of these two topics, tying them both up with a pretty little bow, whether you're a celebrity or an average Joe, which I always hated that term because who is Joe and who is average? But either way, I think there's something we can all take away from knowing where we're at 
aspiring to find people that align with us and be constantly evolving and choosing to be better than we were yesterday. Move past some of the things that maybe worked for us to challenge us in a new and novel way. So I'd love to hear what you have to say. You know where to leave it. Until next week, stay blessed, stay authentic.